everyone, and welcome back to Claim Your Potential, the empowerment podcast. I'm your host, Sophie, and for this episode, we have a special guest here with us to discuss personal branding and leadership success strategies. Over the last 25 years, she has facilitated hundreds of in-person and virtual workshops internationally. She is a keynote speaker and a corporate trainer, delivering sessions in English, Spanish, Portuguese, and Polish. She has lived and worked internationally and has consulted in the retail, pharmaceutical, and financial industries, to name a few. Three years ago, she decided to transition from her corporate job to online freelancing. Once her first book became a bestseller, she took her knowledge and skills and she built her six-figure income in less than two years. Now she spends her time showing other amazing women of all ages and walks of life how to do the same. Please welcome Karina Sanchez. Thank you so much for being with us today, Karina. Oh, it's, it's awesome. It's a pleasure. So just to jump right in, I want to know why female leaders, why leadership? Why did you pick this area of expertise? You know what? It, I started 25 years ago and I sort of just fell into it. Um, and how I fell into it, Sophie, was I was working in um, San Jose in California, actually in Silicon Valley, because I was in tech, right, back then when there were no women in tech, very, very few. And so it was very much a male-dominated world. Um, and I had a lot of success and I realized that the success that I had was 100% attributed to my listening skills. I was able to listen better. Um, I was able to empathize better with the client. And it just allowed for a much more open and honest sales conversation. And I decided, hmm, this is interesting. Um, I want to show how I do this to others who, you know, want that type of success. And even though I loved what I was doing in the corporate world, I thought, you know, I can do more if I do this sort of as a business. I can reach probably more people than just the people that I was directly working with. And I eventually did that. Um but in the meantime, when I decided, you know, I want to show what I'm doing to others, I switched from sales into education and I became a trainer. I started to train salespeople at the beginning and then it just evolved and evolved to women because I saw that with women, you know, we tend to have a lot more baggage in this area. We don't want to shine. We somehow don't want to offend others and we are, you know, intimidated quicker by men. And maybe that's not the case as much now, but it certainly was 20 years ago. And I kind of just figured, you know what, I have the strength to say no. I have the strength to, you know, to stand sort of tall when I believe in something. So I want to show how to do that to a ton of other women and help as many as I can become empowered and, you know, shine their light in spite of all the darkness. And I kind of became my little mission. And so my second book is actually coming out and it's exactly on this. It's how to transition from the corporate world 
into you know your own business whether it's online or however you want to do it because i want to see more women reach higher levels of success i think we get we get bogged down a lot you know and we get we get sucked into everybody else's garbage and so i refuse to do that and i want to show others how to refuse to do that too and stand tall that's pretty much it sophie you know i i know it's a lot um but that was that was the general mission i want to help others achieve the levels of success that i've had and it was because i made a decision i just made one decision and that's just to be courageous just to have a little bit more courage and test things you know not be afraid to test things out um because we think oh my god what if i fail what if you know all the what ifs when all the what ifs uh pop into our mind i'm like you know what what if this works <laughs> what if I'm actually successful? So instead of going down the negative rabbit hole, I want to do something else. I want to go, you know, down the positive rabbit hole and see where it takes me. I love that. And I, I feel like that rings very true in terms of at least how I have felt in any sort of leadership role or any kind of, whether it's a academic setting or a professional setting is there's always what feels like to be a barrier. Um, if, you know, I'm a little bit too passionate about something. It's, oh, are people going to misinterpret that and think that I'm, you know, the B word if I'm a little bit too passionate about this. And I think that that's a, a stigma that a lot of women are still trying to push past. And I mean, it's probably much better than it was 25 years ago. I will definitely say that, but it, yeah, it definitely needs, needs evolving. And so I love that that's what you're doing. You're saying, hey, look, this is not the way it should be. I'm going to fix that. So I do, I really do love that. And as you were building this business, a big part of, at least with freelancing and starting your own business and being an entrepreneur is personal branding, right? And so what is it and how can it change your career? You know, there's many different aspects, as you probably know, to personal branding. Um, when I started to brand, of course, we consider, you know, our brand as far as the design of it. But I think the very, very first thing that you need to think about is values. What is it that you value? What is it that you stand for? What is it that you want to do? What is your core message? What is the message? Like, what is the one line? If you could sum up, right, everything that you want to do in one line, what is that going to be? Because once you understand what is it that you're going to actually help with, everything builds out from that. And this is my message across all platforms. If you look at my messaging anywhere, whether it's LinkedIn, whether it's YouTube channels, whether it's my you know online courses, whether it's the books, whatever it is, the message is always the same. I help professional women transition from corporate into online freelancing and absolutely kill it. That's the message, right? So you need to get very clear as to what is it that you're going to stand for? What is your core value? And be totally honest with yourself and don't try to do what other people are doing. Don't be someone else. Be you. It, you are enough, right? You are enough. 
figure out what is your core talent? What is the one thing that you are good at? The thing that you love doing if you were never even paid for, you know, to, to be able to do it um, and go with that. And then, of course, consider your design, consider, you know, being clear about your colors, your messaging, um, how you talk to people. You know, one of the very first things that I struggled um, and when I started my YouTube channel, and I, I actually started it not long ago because it's it's one of my main uh, sources that captures all of my traffic, right? All of the wonderful women that I've been able to work with. I struggled with being really authentic on camera and I should be really authentic on camera, considering that for 20 years I've been training people on and off camera. So you would think someone like me would be really comfortable. And the thing is, is when we first start um, and we first start, you know, showing up right um, in the public eye and, and we kind of start to bring our message to people, we tend to how do I put this? It's almost like we're not really sure. We're unsure of, you know, how do we sound? Do we sound okay? Do we look okay? All these little things start to pop into our brain and our mind and we become someone else. And I did. I totally became someone else. And I thought, oh my God, what is happening over here? <laughs> this is not even me. It doesn't sound like me. It doesn't look like me. And so, it just, I needed to have a little bit of courage because generally the, what happens is the story kicks in is, oh my God, I suck. Uh, they will never like this. No one will listen to this. And it just, you go down that spiral hole, right? That down, that's that rabbit hole. And you spiral down. And I thought, you know what? Let me just test, on, test some things out here. Let me show up like this. Let me just do this. Let me do a short because sometimes it's easier, like a short video where I'm just like, oh, be me. And I finally figured out that it takes a while. It just takes a while for the real you to come out. So don't beat yourself up over it because once you start, and you do it again, and then you do it again, and then you do it again, it becomes second nature. So test things out, right? Test, find the thing that you want to bring out and then test your message in different ways, uh, in different forms. And you will find the one that really resonates. And sometimes it's the one that you never thought would resonate. It's that one. So test it out. And I know you mentioned authenticity and there's this concept of authentic leadership. And so what does authentic leadership really mean and how are we applying that on a regular basis? Oh, you know what? Authentic, I could talk hours about authentic leadership, but it's honestly, it's, it's, it's what it is to you, right? Everybody's different when it comes to authentic leadership. It goes, for me, it goes back to the values. Um, if I'm being honest and truthful with myself, if I'm being honest and truthful with my direct reports or with the people that I work with, even if it hurts them initially, right? If I'm always looking to help people, if I want what's, you know, their, if I have their best in mind always and foremost, that's authentic leadership. If you decide to just 
help for the sake of helping, wanting nothing in return for you, that's authentic leadership. And that's authentic um, management. It's authentic business, uh, you know, process. It's, it's being real with people, even if it hurts them initially. It's having their best in mind when you provide feedback, when you help them, you know, move forward. I had a client yesterday, actually a coaching client that said to me, you know, she said, she said, oh God, I've been wanting to coach with you for so long. I just, I want to thank you for not holding back information. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, you know, there's so many people out there who reach success and they will give you little bits of information, but they won't give you the whole picture. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And that's so sad. It's really sad because you can't really move forward and they are not really helping you. So not withholding information is authentic leadership. Wanting to help people and having and coming from the mindset of there is plenty for everyone. You do not need to hold back because just because they make money doesn't mean you can't. No, everyone can. Everyone can because there is enough to go around. So the mentality of coming from plenty rather than not enough. Absolutely. And how can we connect the concept of humanity into this idea of authentic leadership and what it means to be a leader? What does it mean to be human? right? What does it mean to be a human being? Um, and then what does that mean when you connect it to leadership? To be honest with you, it's literally being honest with who you are, with yourself, and bringing that forward. It's treating people like human beings, having the respect for them as human beings, first and foremost, and not looking at them like they are just someone who will contribute to the bigger picture. But looking at them as an individual, recognizing that they are that first, that they have families, that they have kids, that they have a ton of problems, pressures, and so on and so forth. And understanding, you know, taking the time to get to know them. So some companies will have this thing called the get to know you, GTKY, they call it, right, for short. And really, the, the, the get to know yous are supposed to serve for that reason, to, you know, get to know the person on a personal level, so that they become a person to you, so that you begin to care about their well-being, because if you don't care about the person as a human being, you can't help them. You think you will, but you will not because you will not even bother trying. So having the person's, you know, their best, right, as a leader is crucial. So I've led teams that at some point got to be over 150 people. And how do you get to know 150 people personally? You can't. There isn't enough time in the day. 
but treating each person like they're important on your team allows them to bring their best. Here's the funny thing. When people feel that you actually have their best in mind, they will give you 150%. That's humanity and leadership. Understanding that they are human beings first. A lot of these leadership success strategies that we talk about or that we have talked about, um, how can we apply it to our own personal leadership, our leadership within ourselves? Oh, it's honestly, the, the short answer, be like a Nike, just do it. Try to be mindful. This is the crucial change that I would say when I deal with, you know, when I do my coaching sessions and I have, I have mostly 90% women that I coach more than 90, I would say 95% women. And one of the very first things we start with is being mindful. And so what does that mean? You're thinking millions of thoughts per day, realize and become a little bit more mindful of the things that pop into your mind, the thought patterns, the stories, just that alone, instead of coming from the thoughts of fear and negativity and lack, you start to think about things like, what else can happen that would be amazing? Show me what else can happen that is amazing. That in itself allows you to honestly have a better mood daily, show up as a better person, as a better mom, as a better colleague, a better friend. Thoughts that run through your head will either put you in a good mood or bad mood, will either make you happy or sad. So just being mindful of what's happening in your own head, because we have a ton of programming. We have programming from our parents. We have programming from our teachers. We come with so, by the time we are seven years old, we are so programmed, it's scary. And it takes us years to reprogram the program. So just being mindful of the stuff that's going around in your head, you know, taking a little bit of time, a little bit of time to yourself, being a little bit quiet, getting off social media, like take a break from that stuff. To me, it's noise. It's priceless to have a little bit of peace of mind, to start with quiet. Because when you're quiet, you're actually become aware of what's happening in your head, right? What thoughts you choose to think about. When I became aware that I, you know, just, I wasn't happy in my job, that I've done this for so long and I honestly have had it. And I knew that I could do more. I knew that I could be more and I became aware of that, my life changed because I started to make decisions that would literally propel me towards a different life. So when you start to become aware of what is happening in your mind, you can choose different thoughts. You're 100% in charge. Absolutely. I think that that is really what I've been trying to to drive home with with listeners it is choosing different and waking up and saying, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to live my life the way I'm living it. I'm going to choose to evolve rather than repeat. Thinking about it in terms of my own experiences and the experiences of what some of our listeners have been through. And I think that when you, we start on this path to empowerment and becoming the best version of ourselves we can possibly be that that's, that's how we have to do it. 
And I love that that is the advice that you're giving. And just to wrap up, is there another piece of advice or what is your most important advice to female leaders and people in leadership? Have the courage to make a different decision daily. Have the courage to go after the things that really resonate with you, that you really value and build, build your life around them, build your business around them, build your leadership around them, build your family around them. It took me years to build up the courage to you know, have the life that I do now. If I had started in my 20s, if I had the courage then, God knows where I would be right now. So have the courage to make a new decision, to go after the things that you really value and love. I promise you will not regret it. Learn from those who are at an age where they wish they could have had 20 years. So start now. Thank you again so much for coming on to the podcast. I really enjoyed speaking with you and I look forward to reading your new book for more empowerment. Thank you so much, Sophie. It was a pleasure. That concludes this podcast episode. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying our show, you can also visit our website, claimyourpotential.com to access our blog, listen to previous and future episodes, leave a review and subscribe to our newsletter. For more content, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Claim Potential for inspiration, episode and blog post announcements, episode excerpts, along with other content for you to reach your full potential. A free way to support our show is by leaving it a rating and review on the podcast streaming platform of your choice. If you're not sure how to do this, you can head over to the leave a review page on our website for instructions. Thank you everyone and tune in next time where we'll continue to learn how you can claim your potential.